It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Afternoon, Rosh on 7 to 30, the game, 97.5 FM. Bobby, Mark, and Molly continuing here on this Wednesday. Talk some Panthers, NFL as a whole as we head over to the guest line. Bring on CBS Sports NFL writer. That's Brian Diardo. Brian, good afternoon. How are you? Hey, I'm doing great, man. I, I love that intro song. That brought me right back to the 80s, man. That's some good stuff. So uh, glad to be joining you guys today. I uh, appreciate the time, uh, Brian. And uh, let's start here with, with the Carolina Panthers and everything going on with this coaching search right now. Kellen Moore, the latest name that we've seen added to it. All offensive guys outside, of course, Steve Wilkes. Uh, when you look at this search right now, Brian, who do you feel like would be? Is it Wilkes or would you go with a younger offensive mind? I, I like Wilkes. Um, just, as you know, it, interim coaches seldom work for, for whatever reason. And maybe part of it's just because uh, they do well in their interim roles when they do well because of the adrenaline and because the expectations are so low. And, and I love the way Carolina played with Steve Wilkes, 500. In fact, when they lost to Pittsburgh, I was surprised they lost that game. Um, you know, they looked great against Seattle the week before who, who made the playoffs. Love their physical rushing, you know, uh, presence with Wilkes, particularly when he became coach. But, um, you know, I just think, again, because of the history, um, it probably won't be Wilkes. I think he should for sure be considered. But as you said, it looks like they want an offensive coach. All the guys they've talked to have offensive backgrounds. Um, I like either Ben Johnson or Ken Dorsey. You know, with Johnson, I mean, you just see what, what they did with that offense in resurrecting Jared Goff's career and, a good run pass balance um, that they had this past year in Detroit. Um, so, but they had good weapons and, and that's forgotten. So it's not like Johnson did all this with an average offense. Detroit had good players, but what he did with golf to me really is impressive, but I would pick Dorsey. You know, he, he has already had time coaching in Carolina. He's a young, relatively young coach um, doing really well in Buffalo and Buffalo has a recent track record. Look at, you know, Dave all leaving the success he's had. Uh, you you know, so, so it seems like that's the trend right now that Buffalo coordinators leave 
and they get coaching jobs. So to me, it would be Dorsey. And, uh, you know, the question is, does he have the, the, the building, the, the, the ability to lead men, right? And from what, from what I see, he was a good leader when he was a quarterback, and he seems like he's a good leader uh, for that Bills offense. Brian, when you look at the five jobs currently available, and obviously that could change after this weekend in the NFL, uh, you also got the Sean McVay situation out in Los Angeles, but where does this Panther job fall among the ones that are vacant? I think it's one of the best, um, particularly when you, you again, you, you look at the talent on that roster. I love you know Chuba Hubbard. Right? He's a, such a great physical running back. Um, they've got really good pieces on defense. I mean, Matt Rule's era or, or run, whatever you want to call it, like it wasn't a, a total failure. I mean, and again, I don't know if you can really attribute these to him, but they drafted, you know, relatively well, uh, particularly on defense. I know, I think it was 2020, all their draft picks were defense. So some of those guys have, have really panned out. You know, Brian Burns, you know, obviously the, the guy that really panned out. But, um, you know, the division they play in uh, is, is one of the weaker ones in the NFL. And if Brady leaves, it's going to get even weaker. So you can go in right away and, and compete for a division. So, you know, I think Arizona is attractive uh, because I think they have Kyler. You know, anytime you have a franchise quarterback that you're starting with, I mean, that's that's obviously going to be attractive. But to me, Carolina is among the, the most attractive coaching destinations because of the talent there, because of the division they're in. And let's be honest, Carolina is a nice place to live. So that, that also factors into why I think that would be a good destination point. Brian Diardo, a CBS Sports NFL writer, now joining us on the Afternoon Rush. And how quickly will a new coach turn things around here in Carolina, especially considering this division? That's a great question. And, and I know when I talked to you guys, I think in the summer, I said that, that they're close to competing for the playoffs. And, you know, on paper, 7 and 10, you wouldn't think that. But a lot of their games were close. They played, you know, 500 football with Steve Wilkes. Uh, and, I mean, 7-10 and 10 was close to, to winning that division. So, I mean, as, as we all know, I mean, I think half the leagues in the league this year won either eight or nine games or between seven and nine games. So, like, Carolina's right in that bracket of teams that were right on the fringe. And so, I mean, you get Ken Dorsey, or, and as you saw with Wilkes, I mean, they responded to him. You know, again, splitting those 12 games, and they played tough teams, you know, down the stretch. I mean, Seattle, Pittsburgh, Detroit you know, Tampa Bay, I mean, teams that, you know, uh, you know, the, the Ravens, right. I mean, teams that are in the playoffs or, or competing for the playoffs. So, you know, if they get the right guy in there, they definitely should be around the nine, 10 win mark, assuming they have a good draft. They're not, at least it doesn't look like they're going to be losing a lot as far as free agency. Uh, they should be able to keep anybody that they want to keep. So, yeah, I mean, this is a team that they get the right coach in there and they don't start out one and four like they did this past year, they're a team that I would think should be in the playoffs. Like, not that I think they could be. I think they should be in the playoffs next year if they make the right coaching hire. And uh, even at the quarterback position, that's a conversation and question as well. Uh, Derek Carr, is that a real option? Should it be a real option for Carolina, or where do you think that best spot is for Derek Carr? I think Carolina is the best option. You know, like I was looking at, at other options. Like I think Garoppolo would be great for New York because they have the defense and he knows Salah very well from their time in San Francisco. So I think that's a great spot for him. But I think Carolina for Carr is, is the best spot because um, they've got enough weapons that he can make plays. I mean, Carr's thing has always been if his uh, skill guys are available, 
he he's really good. I mean, you got to remember, and I know you guys know this, but maybe to your listeners, some people that may have forgotten, like they lost Henry Ruggs last year and really didn't replace him. Darren Waller was injured a large part of this season. So there's tangible reasons as to why Derek Carr struggled this year, not to mention he was in a new offense, right? With Mike, you know, with, with Josh McDaniels. So, um, you know, he's still somewhat mobile. He's not a guy that's going to make a lot of play. I mean, he's a better version of Baker Mayfield, right? Like what you just saw in Carolina. And he's a, he's a much better player than, than a Sam Darnold, who I do think Darnold sometimes gets a raw deal, but at the end of the day, he's, there's enough samples, big enough sample size to suggest that he's not really a quote unquote franchise quarterback. So yeah, I think Carr would be a, would be a great option uh, for both teams, you know, Carolina and, and Derek Carr or for both people involved. Brian, uh, look at Sean Payton. Uh, we get word today the Texans, the Cardinals have requested permission to talk to him. Broncos, we know, are on that list. Feels like he's going to have his pick of the litter here. If you're Sean Payton, if you had the choice, what's the best landing spot for Sean Payton? I mean, I think Arizona just, again, I mean, I know they, they play in a tough division, right? But it seems like the Rams are really backsliding. It seems like now they really went all in uh, to get that ring. And now it seems like they're backsliding. I mean, the Niners are still, as you can see, I mean, even with all their injuries, they're still a really good team. Seattle's not going anywhere. But still, uh, I think, again, when you have a franchise quarterback, that makes a world of difference. I mean, I think my answer would be Denver if they didn't have the Russell Wilson. If they can get under the Russell Wilson situation, uh, then that would be my pick because that defense is really good. Um, They have good weapons on that offense. Uh, but I, you know, but if I'm Sean Payton, that wouldn't deter me from going there. It, it really wouldn't, because if anybody could could quote unquote you know fix Russell Wilson, it would be a coach with the pedigree of, of Sean Payton. Uh, so I, I would probably say Denver again. You know, the the two drawbacks are Russell Wilson, the amount of money and equity they put into him, and the fact they play in such a tough division. But as the you know Vegas Raiders showed last year, you can make the playoffs despite being in that division. So if I was him, I'd go to Denver. Uh, and I think it, for him, you know, he's a competitor. I think he would like the challenge of getting the most out of Russell Wilson a year after everybody's pretty much given up on him. Brian, uh, Niners don't figure to have a problem, I, I don't think, this weekend with the Seahawks. But moving forward, provided they win, where's your confidence level in Brock Purdy as we get deeper into the playoffs? Man, I, mean, I, I might be a little worried about this game, honestly. I, I actually think Seattle could, could do some damage here. Uh, they're a team with 2,000-yard receivers. They've got two pro bowlers in the secondary. Yeah, I agree. I think the Niners should win. But, I, man, I – and as you know, I mean, it, it, playoff football is different than regular season football. I mean, we've never seen Brock Purdy in the playoffs because he's never been there. And, and you look at Pete Carroll, you know, he's, he's a Hall of Fame-level coach. So, I – you know, I think the Niners it, it, it might be the best team in the NFC, but I don't see them going to the Super Bowl based on – the questions at quarterback, I just, I don't see it now. Who's going to make it out of the NFC. I have no idea. It's wide open. I mean, I, uh, you know, I, I think that, that almost, I think Dallas could, if they can figure out the defense and if they can get past Tampa Bay, I, I don't really feel confident about Kirk cousins. I mean, I think the NFC is, is totally wide open. Um, but yeah, I think if the Niners, if the Niners get past this game and I, which I think is going to be closer than people might think, then I think that they might be, might be my team. So I'm kind of contradicting myself here. But I, I, <laughs> like, I, I, so I, you know what? I, I like the Niners. If they can get past this game, I think this is, a, this is a great opening test for them because they're going to get a team that's got enough weapons to challenge them. 
But if they really are Super Bowl ready, then they'll win this game. So, so yeah, if the Niners can get past this game, I, I like their chances of getting out. Brian Diardo, CBS Sports NFL writer. Brian, always appreciate the time here in Charlotte. Thank you very much. My pleasure. Anytime. Thank you. Great stuff with Brian. And I- with the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.